didn't act like it. We were wrong and we did we did love you. We'll act better next time. Even if we acted good in the first place, we'll act even gooder. Right? We want people to know we love them. Amen? And, and the way people on the outside are going to know we love them is for us to love each other on the inside. Amen? And so we're, uh, we're going to love one another and uh, be a blessing to the Lord. Amen? Amen. You guys got a special or did you, were you going to sing with me? You're good to go. Amen. I thought I was supposed to sing something next. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's, uh, let's pray over the Word today. Ask the Lord for His help. Father, we do thank You for Your goodness in our lives, Lord, that You're showing us constantly good things from You and that are already in us, Lord. And we pray that Your Word would be anointed. Lord, we pray for utterance today, Lord, and, and we ask that it be Your words, not the words of men, not my words, not an idea or an opinion, but truth that makes us free, Lord. And we promise and, and we purpose in our hearts to be and not forgetful hearers, Lord, but we'll, be, we'll, we'll purpose in our heart to do those things which we hear today. And, and we'll glorify you here in the earth, Lord, that those things which we hear, we will do, and we'll be better for it, and others will be blessed by the word that we hear today. And we thank you in advance for every good thing that will happen because your word went forth today, and we'll give you glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, open your Bibles to uh, Matthew 23, 23:26. And let's look at the Word today. The title of my message is Other People's Problems. You ever noticed how easy it is to see other people's problems? Huh? Man, if we could just spend our life fixing other people. Huh? Because it's so, I mean, man, I look it up, I, I drive down the road and I see why other people can't drive as good as me. Huh? Yeah, they, they got problems. They got issues, right? You know, I see why they're not doing as well. I see, I see why they need this or why they need that. You know, other people's problems can become our focus to such a point that we forget that we might have a few. Amen? <laughs> that we might have a couple of issues. And you know the best way to help other people with their problems? Is to deal with your own. Yeah. Fix your own, Right? In Matthew 23, verse 23, Jesus talking to the scribes and the Pharisees, He says, Whoa! Well, if Jesus says, Woe unto you, back up and take a look at yourself. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, for you pay tithes of mint and anise and cumin and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought you have done and not leave the others undone. You know, the Pharisees, when we read about them, we're like, oh, thank God I'm not like them. But yet, when we see somebody dealing with a few financial problems, we'll say, you know, I bet they quit tithing. I'm a tither. You know, I'm a tither. I tithe. I fast. Fast and tithe. Thank God I'm not like them. Huh? <laughs> thank you, Lord, that I'm not like them. Amen? Because, you know, we tithe. You know, they're having marriage problems. You know what? They're probably not walking in love. You know, <laughs> marriage problems, you know. Kid problems, uh, they're not doing it right. They're doing something wrong. They probably told their kid too many, no, no too many times or forgot to spank them three times. Huh? They're not training them upright. It's easy to look at other people's problems. You guys are quiet today. You know, I know why. I know why. I saw it too. I try not to bring it out, but I saw it. Brother, I didn't mean to say anything. You got a stain on your shirt. He's got a stain. Brother here's got a stain. Don't like to point things like that out. But when somebody got a stain, we got to get, get our jackets off and get to work. Amen. Time to get your jacket off and get to work. Because Rick has got a stain on his shirt. 
so we got to get to work. Amen? So if we're going to work on this thing that he's got, it's a big problem. Did you see it? Can we get? I don't even know. Can we get a camera on it? Because it's it's a big problem. This stain on his shirt. It's got a big stain. It's that big. The stain on his shirt. Now I've dealt with stains in my life. I don't have them anymore. <laughs> Amen. Thank God I've come through stains, and I'm in a period of stainlessness. <laughs> our brother Rick needs our help. Don't worry, I'm going to keep it between me and you. Right here. I'm not going to tell people about your stain. I'm not going to talk to people. Well, I may talk to Jack. Because Jack loves him. So I want to tell Jack all about his stain. And why he has his stain. Right? Because we can't fix him unless we know why he has his stain, right? Right? we got to know all he did to get his stain. Amen? You guys looking at? I'm staying free. I don't know what you guys are thinking. I'm staying free. He's got the stain. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. The Pharisees didn't want to look at what they were doing wrong. They only wanted to look at what they doing right. You know. He's got a stain. I tithe. He's got a stain. Huh? I've been on the usher team. <laughs> He's got a stain. Huh? My bills aren't past due. He's got a stain. It's easier to look at other people's problems. Amen? Because it's easier to see them. But how can we fix them? How can we help somebody that's got a stain? Look at Matthew 7. Matthew 7. I feel like you guys are judging me right now. I don't see the problem. I don't I don't see the problem. Rick has a stain. We should be focusing on Rick right now. He's got a stain. Amen. Matthew seven, verse one. Says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the very same way you judge others you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Verse 3 says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? You know why you can't fix the sawdust? Because you got the wood in your own eye. You notice they're both wood products? you got the same problems. Huh? you got the same problems. You know, that's a lot of people say, I can't deal with what they're dealing with. I've never been... You've got the same issues. Amen? Your stain, my stain, his stain, their stain, everybody got a stain. Amen? And everybody's dealing with the same issues. And for me to deal with Rick's stain, I can't see his stain right. You know why I can't see? Because I'm not looking at my stain. Amen? The best way for me to help Rick is to deal with my stains. Amen? And we deal with stains a thousand different ways. You ever noticed it? You know, we got a works mentality. You know, a lot of people say, I go to Word of Faith Church. I don't don't deal with all that stuff. You go to Word of Faith Church, you deal with everything the Baptist Church deals with. (laughs) Amen? Amen? Guess what? I get to talk to the people. I know what people are dealing with. Amen? And it's the same thing. It's called life. And we got a good God and He's got good answers. And He put us together, connected us spiritually and physically to help one another. Amen? But the best way we can help one another is to first help ourselves. First fix us. First let God show you what's wrong with... Why, why, could, why can't you see the right answer to help Rick? Right? Why can't I see the right answer to help Rick? Huh? Could it be self-righteousness? Huh? Yeah, because I've already come through it. I dealt with it. I dealt with my stains year ago. You know, in fact, Rick, I got some good news for you. How I dealt with it is a book right here. 
seven steps to stainlessness. And I really feel like if you just read this book, you could be well. You know that we want to fix a lot of things like this right here. You know, you got to read this book, Seven Steps to Stainlessness, for Rick. Now, if he could just get those seven steps down, he could be like me. Stainless. I don't see what you're... What's the problem there? Rick's the one with the problem. The big stain he's got. Right? And we can get so focused on Rick's stain that we forget that we got a whole bunch of stains of our own, right? We can get so focused on fixing Rick's stain. Right? Or we could say, you know what? He's not really listening to me. Maybe... I need to do more. Maybe I need to show him how, how good I really am so he can hear. Right? <laughs> right? You know, you, sometimes, sometimes you got to hide you so you can fix someone else, right? <laughs> well, hold on a second. Hold on just a second. Let's see what I can do to impress Rick so we can get rid of Rick's stain. Because Rick Stain, it's a big problem. Can you guys still hear me? Because we're dealing with Rick Stain. All right. You can't see my stains now, can you? You know why? Because they're covered. Because I'm in the choir. There wouldn't be anybody in the choir that has a stain, right? Right? If you're in the choir, you're stainless. Amen? So now I'm in the choir. I can help Rick. Right? Because being in the choir has helped me to the point I can now help Rick, right? You know, this is, you know, a lot of people say, I've never done anything. You've done works to try to make yourself good enough. Right? To show somebody how good you are. Amen? And it's not by works that we're going to help somebody. Right? I can cover my stains with a choir robe. Huh? Now nobody knows I got any stains, right? So you know, it's real easier to talk about Rick now. So I need to talk to Jack about Rick. I think I know what's wrong with Rick. You guys don't listen because we don't talk about people. Right? I don't want you guys listening because we don't talk about people. And I'm, I'm not telling you because I'm gossiping. I just love Rick. And I, and I feel like you need to know that he's missing it. He's missed it a lot. I saw him miss church two, three times. I'm going to tell you right now, I doubt he reads this chapter. It's just, you know, I, I, I don't want you to think bad about him at all. Don't think bad about Rick. But his faith's weak. If his faith wasn't so weak, he wouldn't have that sting, that giant sting. Huh? Isn't that our first answer to people? Oh, yeah, we're word of faith people. What are you dealing with? What's, what's your sting? Oh, you just need more faith. You just need more faith. If you had more faith, you wouldn't have that giant sting. And it's easier to tell that with a choir robe on because... You can't see my stains. Right? right? right. So I, I, I'm in the choir now. But you know what? i got stains underneath this robe. You know what happens to people that have stains? You know why it says, first remove the plank so that you can see clearly? It's not just saying that the plank's in your eye. It's, it's blocking your vision of God's love. You can't see the Word of God clearly to pull it out to help that person. You'll tell them everything except what they need to hear if you don't first remove the plank that's in your own eye. Amen? And you can hide it under this robe and you could get somebody to listen to you. But you know what you're going to do? You're going to make their stain worse because you can't fix it with your self-righteousness. You can only fix it with His righteousness. Amen? And so I can hide my stains under this for a little while 
But you know why you can't hide your stains under this for a while? Because stains are caused by offense and, and bitterness, and they're, they're caused by the works of the flesh. Amen? And then one day I go up to Susan and I say, you know, I feel like you're, you're neglecting my gift. You're neglecting my gift. I should be singing specials every week. Um, I, I'm certain that I am the man that God appointed to sing a special every week so people could hear. And Susan, of course, says, no way, no how. <laughs> and so I get offense. Huh? But I don't say it's offense. I say, you know, I feel like the Lord's leading me to be on a different team now. <laughs> yeah, people don't call offense offense. They call it move. Right? Well, why are you moving? Oh, I just feel the Lord's leading me to. Isn't it interesting that He always leads you to right after you got offended? Huh? He never, I've rarely had somebody come to me that was not offended that the Lord was leading to stay or that was leading to leave. That, that, you know, most of them are offended, but they don't say they're offended. I'm not really offended. No. Well, no, I didn't like that, but I was okay. Well, let me tell you the whole story. They still remember the whole story. You know how they remember it? Through their stain. Because they're only seeing with the plank in their eye. They're not trying to fix anything. And now you got the problem, not them. Why does God want you to fix a plank in your eye? Because the plank in your eye causes you to see everyone else's problems and blocks out all your own. Amen? God wants you to pull that out. First of all, you're going to have to look at yourself to pull it out. Amen? You're going you're to have to go to a mirror because you know what? I can't see the stains on my back. I can't... Actually, I can't see a lot of the stains. And we ain't going to say why. <laughs> Let's just say my neck won't move that far. But you know, they've neglected my gift. They're not going to let me sing. But I'm not offended. I'm just going to go get on another team. You know, I don't feel like the Lord's led me to be... The, Lord, the same Lord that led me to be on the choir team, He changed His mind. <laughs> the minute they wouldn't let me do what I wanted to do, changed their mind. Right? So, forget the choir. Was sure it was my lifelong dream. It's all I ever talked about when I came to Faith Life Church. I want to be in the choir. I want to be in the choir. I'm going to be in the choir. Can I be in the choir? If I could only be in the choir. But they've offended me now. Forget the choir. I have found my new call. I've found my new call, and it's where they won't judge me. Because I don't like people judging me. And I've got my new call. That's right. They won't judge me here. And I can do whatever I want because I'm on the parking team. Right? You know, shoot, if you're on the parking team, you can just decide where you want to be in the parking lot, right? And plus this vest covers up a lot of my stains. So the parking team, they won't even know that I got stains so I can look at theirs. Amen? Because, I, you know, there's probably people out there in the parking lot team need my fixing. Huh? I mean, how many of you knew today you were going to come and see Rick's problem? Huh? Rick's got issues. Thank God I'm not like him. See, the one thing I'm always glad to read when you read the Psalms, it says, when you wonder why the Lord could put up with us most of the time, it says He remembered they were but flesh. Right? That's why He sent Jesus. Our flesh was never going to be enough. So He got us some righteousness. 
Amen? And it wasn't a self-righteousness. It wasn't something that just, just covered up our stains. It got rid of our stains. Amen? But, but I'm moving to the parking lot team. I'm, I'm tired of the choir, tired of the way they treat me. Tired of the, they talk about me. I never talk about anybody. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> i got to go over to Jack. Jack, I was in the parking lot the other day. It's not a wonder Rick has a stain. He comes late to church on Friday night. <laughs> and I saw him yelling at his kid. He yelled at his kid. You know what? For all we know, he cussed once too. <laughs> you start making up stuff about his stain to hide yours. <laughs> Amen? you got to make his stain look pretty bad to get rid of these, huh? That little blue dot's got to get bigger. Amen? That's why we focus on other people's stuff. Because we've got to make it bigger than our problems. Amen? Did we read the Bible? It says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your, in your brother's eye and pay no attention? It doesn't, it doesn't just say... Don't look at yours. It says pay no attention to yours. In other words, you disregard that they even exist. And as long as we'll disregard that they exist, I can be no help to Rick. Why do you, why, why do you suppose the devil likes us to disregard our own issues? Amen? And I'm not talking about things that are hard to fix. I'm talking about little bitty things. The plank in your eye is built up of a whole bunch of specks. Amen? You know, a lot of people say, well, he must have a huge problem if he's got a plank in his eye. No, he's got thousands of little bitty ones. Huh? He's a nitpicker. He's a complainer. He's a backbiter. He's... Whoa. Huh? Guys, our mouth is... is, is you know, in James it says you shouldn't use the same mouth that you bless God with to curse your brother. Hmm? Can, can an olive tree bear figs? Can, can, a, can, can sweet water and bitter water coexist? No! And so, has anybody ever had water and you put something bitter in it? It doesn't, I don't care how sweet that water was, you'll taste the bitter. They cannot coexist. You know? So I'm changing. I'm changing around here and I'm going from the choir team and I'm, I'm going for the choir team to the... And, and what am I really doing? I'm just covering up the outside. You know, what did Jesus say down here when we, where we started? Um, he, he talked he talking to the scri scribes and Pharisees in Matthew 23. He said, you've omitted the weightier things, judgment and mercy... Isn't it interesting that he put both those in the same thing? Why? Because you want mercy after you get judgment, right? Amen? And you, and you want... And he said, you've omitted all that. Because first of all, they obviously weren't judging themselves at all. They were judging themselves pretty easily. I'm a tither. You ever remember the guy that prayed? Stood praying? He said, I thank you, Lord. We'd never do this. Thank you, Lord, that I'm not like Rick. <laughs> That I haven't showed up late on Friday. I don't yell at my kids. I haven't missed tithing. I, I've been reading my chapter. Thank God I'm not like Rick. And, and what you're doing is you're making yourself just like him. Why? Because you're, you're worse than he is. Amen? Why? Because at least his stain's showing. And he's trying to do something about it. The only problem is he's got you helping him. <laughs> right? And, and you got so many stains on you that whenever you hug him, you rub off more stain on him. You know what? A, it'd be like you go up and you say, hey, let, let me help you with that stain, brother. I know you got a stain. Here, let me get to, let me get my handkerchief out. and let me, let me get my nice handkerchief out and I'll help you with your stain. And you got the black stuff all over your handkerchief. If I wipe this on his stain, it's going to get worse, isn't it? This is what you've got to work with when you're not working first with yourself. Amen? You know, and, and you're saying, well, I know God would use me to help people. He would use you to help people as soon as you let Him help you. Yes. Right. 
It's not a bad thing for God to show you what's going on in your own life. You know, if I talk to a husband and wife that are having, and usually you never do that. You end up talking to one and then the other. They're having marriage problems. First thing I'll tell either one of them, I'll say, see what God could do in you to help them. (laughs) And you know what they usually say? Well, but you don't know what's wrong with them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. And neither do you. Amen? Because you're looking at what they did and saying that's their problem. Most of the time, what somebody does is not even direct, is not even direct re- directly related to their problem. Amen. You ever got you ever walked in and somebody walked in that morning and yelled at you, and you know why they yelled at you? It wasn't because they're mad at you, huh? They had a bad morning. But instead of trying to help them, we yell back, right? <laughs> Yell at me. I don't have to take that. I'm nice to you all the time. I'm taking that yelling stuff. I'm a good person all the time. I've been a good person all my life. I'm better than you. (laughs) Yell at me? Did you hear him yell at me, Jack? (laughs) You should be taking up for me, man. You're yelling at me. I've never done anything wrong. Ever. I got no stains. Rick, on the other hand, he did, he seems to be going backwards ever since I started helping him. Huh? Oh, right. You know, when somebody calls me up and says, man, I've been helping these people for a year and they're getting worse, I'm like, wow. And you know what? We can't see it. I've been helping these people for a year, and they're getting worse. (laughs) Sometimes the best help we can be is just being a godly example. And you can't be a godly example with the plank in your eye. Amen? You got people, and they say, you just don't understand. You don't know. You know what? Those those are loser words. Huh? Those are people who refuse to change anything in their life to affect somebody else's. Those, those are people who refuse to love. Because if you're going to love people the way God loves people, you're going to change something in your life. You're going to change something every day. And you're not going to like it. <laughs> Let me go over here. You're going to change something every day and you're not going to like it. Until you change it. And the minute you change it, you're like, wow, why didn't I do this years ago? Because you're holding on to that stain. That's my stain. I'm hiding it well. Nobody else knows I got it. I can help people with my own stains. You guys need to focus more on Rick. Leave me alone. That's the other reason that we point out other people's stains. Why? Get the focus off me. Right? Don't focus on me. If you're looking at his stains, maybe you'll overlook mine. Hmm? Glory to God. Lord's helping us. He's helping us right now. More than we know. He said, Woe to you hypocrites, scribes and Pharisees. He said, Because you might clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within it's full of extortion and excess. Thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first the cup from within. Cleanse, cleanse first that which was which is within the cup. That King James man, he was a backwards talker. I'm telling you. <laughs> clean the inside first, and the outside will be clean. That's what he was trying to say. Amen. Amen. But see, I'm righteous and. I, I cleaned my cup. See, it's all clean. I washed the outside of it real good. Here's my bowl. I mean the outside of my bowl. It's all nice and clean. Amen? I don't see the problem. Right? You want to eat out of this, don't you? Right? I could help you. I got clean stuff. Right? See, what we're doing when we're hiding our stains, we're showing people this 
when we have this. Amen? We can hide our stains as long as we want, or we can clean them up. Amen? Do you know that this dish can be washed? This cup can be washed? Amen? And me giving these to Rick right now ain't going to fix his stain. Right? Because he's going to say, man, he's just as dirty as I am. Right? First wash it all, and then it'll all be clean. What's he saying? Put them all the way under the water, wash the inside, and the outside will be clean. Amen? Amen? Amen. Glory to God. You sure you don't want to use any of this? This was from my brownie last night. Hmm? And my chocolate milk. Huh? Glory to God. One of the reasons I can't see all my stains. <laughs> We're working on that. Glory to God. So I'm on the parking lot team now. Rick, I quit the choir team, but I can still help you. You know, I can help you still. Just don't don't go near the choir team people. <laughs> they are all self-righteous hypocrites. They'll tell you one thing, go a different direction with you. They, they, they'll lie to you. That's the choir team. So let me tell you about them right now. I'm trying to help you out because you got a stain, brother. And i got to tell you about people that you want to stay away from. Is that how you fix somebody's stain? You know, the Bible says let no corrupt communication... Huh? Let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. You know, a lot of people think that's just you talking to somebody else and saying something bad about them. No, that's saying something bad to somebody else about somebody else. Because now you've corrupted them and the person you're talking about. But people with stains don't see that. Why? Because they're not seeing things in love. They they actually think that helped him to tell him to stay away from the choir team. (laughs) That's quiet, isn't it? Hey, we've given poor advice all the time. You know what? After James tells us not to to let corrupt or or bitter language and, and sweet language come out of our mouth... He talks about wisdom, and he talks about that wisdom being devilish. And then he talks about another kind of wisdom that's good. But when you've got a plank in your eye, you're going to speak devilish wisdom. Why? Because you can't see it the way God sees it. You can't give them the wisdom of God when you're operating in the wisdom of man. Amen? And you can't, tell, you can't give them good fruit when you're only bearing bad fruit. I got no good fruit to give. Right? You ever, you ever seen a tree that grew broccoli and oranges? Huh? No, there's no tree that grows broccoli and oranges. Who would want that tree if there was? Right? You, you, either, bear, you either bear good fruit or you bear bad fruit. And I'm not going to say which one's which. I'm going to let you all decide. Amen? But we can't go around talking bad about one person and expecting good to come out of it. Amen? It says, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth, but only that which would give grace to the hearer. Right? So... If I go and I start talking bad, and, and, and then I say, you know what, Rick? Parking lot people, too. Forget them. I wanted to be down where I could wave at Brother Moore. <laughs> oh, no. No, they wouldn't let me. They said, oh, you get up on the road and wave at people. Oh, no. I should have been waving at Brother Moore. So parking lot people, forget them. Don't trust them. They won't do you right. They don't care about your stain. They don't care about you the way I do, brother. They don't care. Choir people, parking lot people. Wayne, can I be an usher? 
Because I feel like that coat could cover up my stains again. See, I'm doing everything but fixing my stains. And there's only one way I can help Rick. And that's to be willing to change. There's only one way I can help Rick. And that's for me to change. Not Rick. You know, we're trying to change everybody but us. (laughs) Think about this. A woman caught in adultery. She gets thrown in front of Jesus. Judged. She's already been judged. That's why she's thrown in front of Jesus. And, 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 and she's got accusers. 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 You know what accusers are? They're people that stand around and point their finger at you and say, they did it, they did it. It's them. It's them. Their finger never goes like this. Always goes like this. And they got a flashlight too. And they shine and they say, it's him. It's him. It's him. Not only is he the problem, he's my problem. Right? Oh, look at that. Accusers. They had a whole bunch of accusers there. And Jesus stopped. Jesus stopped. And he made them look at their self. The only way he could fix that situation was to first make them look at their selves. Now don't don't get me wrong. They just left. They could have went the step further. After they saw that they they had no right to do it, they could have forgiven her. Just like Jesus did. Amen? God's changes fix you from the inside out and they fix it all. Amen? They fix it all. And when that love comes up and it says, whoever, whoever among you has no sin, you know, everybody thinks he's being smarty. He's not being smarty. He's fixing them too. What, what's he doing? He's saying, you don't have a right to do this. you got no right to do this. And he's saying, look at yourselves. Look at yourselves. That's all he said in, in another way. He said, look at yourselves. And they looked at themselves, and they figured out, wait a second, we can't do this. That's what happens when you look at yourself. Amen? When you look at yourself, you see your own stains. And you're like, wait a second, I got just as many stains as she does. Huh? But instead of forgiving, they walked away. So he did all the forgiving for them. He said, where are your accusers? Who's condemning you now? Who's judging you now? Hmm? Who's passing judgment on you now? She said, no one, Lord. He said, neither do I. He fixed her right there. Why? Because he got rid of the people who couldn't fix her. Right? See, God's into fixing people, not situations. They wanted to fix the situation. God's into fixing people. Amen? And, and if they would have listened right then and there to what Jesus said, they could have been fully fixed too. They could, when Jesus said, whoever among you has no sin, cast the first stone, they could have said, oh, Lord, I'm a sinner, forgive me. They could have. Right there was a, a chance at repentance right there. But instead, they just dropped their stones and walked off. And then Jesus fixed the situation. Or the, the person. Amen? Glory to God. Don't trust the parking lot people. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not dealing with the parking lot people anymore. I'm mad at the parking lot people. How am I going to help Rick if I can't get clean myself? Amen? Back up in Matthew 7. He said, you pay no attention to the plank in your eye. And that's, that was Jesus' question. How can you help your brother? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? How can you say that? What's Jesus really saying? He's saying, he's saying how, can, how can you do anything for him when you look like this? When you see things from the wrong direction? When you're the most offendable person I've seen? How can, I, how can I call on you to help them when you're offended three out of four days and the fourth day you're just mad? <laughs> huh? Glory to God. 
I'm not. I'm talking about me. You guys. See, I'm on the stains. All you, you guys are clean, huh? Rick is the one that's got the problem. You guys need to keep your focus off me. Back on Rick. He's got a problem. Amen. How can I help Rick? What can I do to help Rick? Well, let's go to the verse that we were talking about in uh, Ephesians. First way I can help Rick is shut up. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are looking for something to say. Wait till you get clean. Right? Wait, wait, wait till you have something to say. Amen? Because you've got to get rid of your stains first before you have something to say. You're saying, what are you saying, Brother Dave, I've got to be perfect? No. No. You've got to walk in love. Because then you'll be perfect. Amen. Does that mean you'll make it? Right? You'll, does that mean you'll be right every time you act? No, not doesn't at all. But you're still you're sure going to have a better chance at it, aren't you? The more we walk in love, the more we see the word right. The more we see the word right, the word changes us. And the more we are changed, the more we'll cha- will will affect change in others. Amen. The more we become godlike. You know, people say, ah, we can't be God-like. Yeah, we can. We can love just like He loved. He put His love in us to do it with. Amen? He, he, he wants us to help Rick. He does. He, he put us together to help one another. He wants us to. He, he put me here to, so I might see that and so I might do something. But the, the first thing you don't do is point it out. Like I did to you guys, Rick Stain. You guys all remember Rick Stain, don't you? It's the first thing you do, don't do, and then you don't go talk to others about Rick Stain, right? You know, we had too many people doing that in the name of the Lord. Right? You know, look at Philippians four, four six, or five or six, four six. Try four six. Let's see if I'm anywhere close. No, I'm nowhere close. No, that's not it. That's not the one. Oh, that's a really good verse. I may have wrote it down. Uh, two, three. How about that? It was in, I was cutting it in half. Two, three, four, six. Yeah, see, I look at the whole picture. So you guys are thinking I got stains right now, don't you? I don't know. Uh, I, got, I don't got no stains. It's cutting it in half. Four, six, two, three. Huh? Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Amen? Man, everybody says amen to that verse. But if you've got a plank in your eye, and then you go ahead and read the next verse. Look not every man to his own things. Oh, see, I've I got to look after Rick's things. Isn't that what it says? But every man also on the things of others. So, I, I, you know, God's got me here to point out Rick's problem what it says right there huh no that's not at all what it says that's right but when you got a plank in your eye that's how you read amen because it's more important for you to fix rick than to look at you because one of rick's problems is that i'm not esteeming myself more lowly than him i'm esteeming myself above him right <laughs> I think it's quiet in here. Right? That's, we can't fix somebody if we don't bring ourselves down on their level when we were already there, first of all. Right? Anybody ever fixed you by telling you how great they are? Hmm? I am, I am, I'm good. Faith? Yeah, giant. <laughs> Love all the time. I love you even when you don't like it and I don't like you. I'm so full of love. There's love flowing out of me right now. If I want you to feel loved, you'll feel loved, brother. <laughs> merciful. I'm, if I wasn't merciful, you'd be judged right now because of that great big stain on your shirt. But I'm so merciful, I'm not about to tell people about your stain 
and how evil you are because that's how merciful I am. I am a Christiana. Huh? You may not know where I sit in the church. Front row. Front row. Every week, front row. Where's Dave? Right there. Huh? If I can't fix you, you can't be fixed. And all the time I'm saying that, stain. Huh? Why? Because I'm not doing anything about me. I'm self-righteous. I I know too much. Right? And I'll never come down on a level where I can help anyone. Because I'll always be here. And I'll never cross their path. Do you know you won't cross somebody's path if you're above them? You'll go right over the top of them. The only way you're going to cross someone else's path is if you're right there. Amen? We're to be brothers and sisters. Same family. Amen? If you're in the same family, you know who mom and dad love the most? All y'all. They don't love you more. You're not better. You didn't do better. You know, I guarantee you, you could ask my mom after, my brother was, he was, he was mean. He was. I never got beat up because my brother was mean. Yeah, I didn't, literally. I never got beat up because I had a mean brother. It's a good thing in one way, especially if you're a mouthy little kid like I was. I mean, I'd go up and I would hit the biggest guy on the football team when I was like an eighth grader and they were a senior and I'd just hit them as hard as I could and run. <laughs> and I knew that my brother was going to step in and not let them get me. <laughs> That's an evil little kid, isn't it? <laughs> huh? But man, he, just watching him I, in, when he was a, in high school, I knew... I wouldn't do some of the things he did just because I didn't want to deal with that much trouble. But I'll guarantee you, Dad, do you love him just like you love me? Yeah. Exactly the same. Mom would have said the same thing. Love them all the same. Right? Do you know that God loves Rick as much with his stain as he does me, who's perfect? How am I going to help my brother? How are we going to help our brother? We're going to help him by first fixing ourselves. How do we fix ourselves? We repent. We say, God, you know, admit you could not have possibly been perfect. And say, God, show me what's in me that would keep him from being fixed. Show me what I could change where I could walk at a higher level of love, where I, where, I could, where I could be in more faith with Him, where I, could, where I could just cause Him, to every time I'm around Him, to be encouraged. Show me these things. Amen? It's, it's, not, it's not that we can't help people. It's that we first must be helped. You know, a lot of people say you've got to help yourself. No, you first must be helped. <laughs> Don't help yourself. I, I helped myself. See what I got? Stains. Don't help yourself. Let God help you. Amen? Let Him show you where you missed it, what you're missing, what could you do better at, what could you have more of, what could you change. Where are you self-righteous? You know, if you, if you look at somebody at any time and say, that never happened to me, you're wrong. You're wrong. You know what? Just because one stains yellow and one stains pink, they're both stains. And you know what God sees? The stains. He doesn't see, ooh, he's got a pink stain. That's That's the highest stain you can have. It takes all the power of the blood to get rid of pink. Blue, partial power. No. 
It takes the same amount of blood to wash out pink and blue and black and brown. It doesn't matter. It's the blood of Jesus and it cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And when we're cleansed and we can see rightly, it says, blessed are the pure in heart for they'll see God. What was he saying? Because you, you had a pure heart. You loved your brother. You said, I just want to help, Lord. And he said, now you can see me. Now you can see me. Now you can see my word. Now you can see how to help. Now you can go a different direction. Amen? Why? Because now you see it right. Go to Titus. Look at that. Titus, huh? Yeah. T-I-T-U-S, Titus. Amen. Pulling verses out of everywhere. Why? Because it's all good. All helps us. And if it helps us, we can use it to help someone else. First, it's got to help us. Amen? It says, speak evil of no man. What did I say the first thing we need to do? Titus 3, verse 2. Speak evil of no man. Don't be a brawler, but gentle. How many know talking bad about somebody showing somebody up, being over somebody, being self-righteous, um, hi- hiding your own stains. You know, sometimes um, God will have me use things that He's fixed in my life to tell somebody so just so they'll be encouraged that they can be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of times I say, hey, if God can fix this, you're an easy task. Yeah. Amen? Glory to God. But you know what you have to remember? Before before you can say that, is you have to remember you're just like them. You have every ability to sin that they have. You can never say, that would never happen to me. If you ever say that, you better say, by the grace of God, right after it. Because that's the only way it can never happen to you. Amen? That's what Peter should have said when he said, Lord, I'll die for you. If everybody else leaves, I'll die with you. And he should have said, by the grace of God. Because he was trying to do it without grace. And in his own, you know, he was in the moment. You can say a lot of things in the moment that have no power in the morrow. Huh? Glory to God. Speak Speak evil of no man to be no brawlers, but be gentle. Be gentle. Amen? Well, what are you doing when you start doing these things? You're starting to get rid of the stains. You're starting to get rid of the stains. Amen? Because Jesus made you new from the inside out. From the inside out. And He gave you new clothes that has no stains. Amen? Yeah, you guys didn't know I had two shirts on, did you? That's because I'm so thin. Huh? That you didn't know. Amen? But do you know what my other shirt has? It's the one that God gave me. It's the one that He fixed. It's the one that the blood of Jesus cleansed me from. All unrighteousness. Amen? Can't take off my tie because the mic's hooked to it. It's really hot with two shirts on, I can tell you that. Jack, you should have told me it would be hot. If you really loved me, you'd have told me that. Okay, honey. You have to unbutton me because that ain't coming off. Big mistake. Are you guys getting this? Well, it's not tight because I'm big. It's tight because it's small. That's all I got to say about that. I can get this one. See, when we get rid of the stains, now not only can I help Rick, I can see right to help Rick. No longer will I condemn him because of his stain. Now I see Rick right. And I see that the enemy was trying to steal his life. The enemy was trying to steal his goods. The enemy was trying to get to him. Why? Why can I see that now? Because I took off the plank. I took the plank out of my eye. And and now I'm operating in Titus. And, and, And I'm remembering that I was once just like him. Amen? What's it say in Titus? It says... It says, uh, don't, it says, be gentle, showing meekness to all men. Remember meekness. Every time you think about meekness, 
Think about Moses. Where it says he was meek above all the men in the earth, the very next thing that happened. I'm hope that's good this isn't going out on the internet. <laughs> okay. Hey. All right, all right, all right. There. It says he was meek above all the men of the earth. Amen? And you know what the very next thing he did? Miriam got, got leprosy because why? She was judging Moses. Huh? And Moses pled on her behalf. Why? <laughs> Meekness is realizing you could be just like him. And it's operating in a love to help him. He says, be gentle, show meekness to all men. What's he saying? Show kindness, show gentleness, show love, show mercy. Amen? Be not brawlers, be gentle, meek, show meekness unto all men, for we ourselves also, we ourselves. Whenever Whenever you see somebody doing something wrong, don't do what I did in the car sometimes. I don't do this anymore. When you see somebody walking down the road in black clothes, you don't say, you are so stupid, Lord help them. <laughs> you can't say, Lord help them, after you're so stupid. <laughs> right? <laughs> what you do is you remember you did that once. I've done that. I was in a road with black clothes on and almost got hit. So instead of saying, you fool, say, Lord, I've done that. Give them mercy. Help them. You were in that spot for a purpose. You were there that day, that moment, for a purpose. And the purpose was to ask God for God's mercy for that guy that didn't think enough himself and wore black clothes at night on the side of the road. Right? When you see somebody doing something stupid, it's not your chance to criticize. Criticizing is another way of throwing attention off your stain and onto them. Criticism is the biggest stain you'll ever have. We don't criticize, we pray. If they're doing something stupid, they need prayer, not somebody telling them they're stupid. Right? You ever helped anybody by telling them they're stupid? I can honestly say I've never been helped when somebody told me I was stupid. <laughs> yeah, they come and say, Dave, you're stupid. Oh, thank you. Mm. Thank you. I needed to hear that today. No one has told me I'm stupid for at least three days now. Thank you. I am edified and exhorted right now, and I'm encouraged. <laughs> to say that, you have to forget who you are. Who you were, rather. Because who you are is the guy in the clean shirt now. Right? Not a brawler. Speaking no evil of any man. Right? But remembering that you were sometimes foolish. Anybody in here ever foolish? <laughs> okay, we won't raise our hand on all these because if you don't raise your hand, you need to go home and get the plank out of your eye. That's all I'm going to say right now. If I read one of these that you say never affected your life, go home, pull the plank out. Because <laughs> like if, if I go through these and somebody has never done one of them, yell out, okay? All right? And then we'll bring you down here and we'll cast that demon out. No. For, for we ourselves were sometimes foolish disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Boy, that that sounds awful. Don't you hate to think you were that way? Huh? What's worse is don't you hate to think you still operate in some of this sometimes? I do. When I read this, I'm like, God, don't let me operate in this anymore. Tell me I'm stupid. If God tells you you're stupid, you could handle it. He'd be the only one that could tell you in love. Right? He, he could tell you in such a way you could hear it. Yeah. I'm like, God, smack me upside the head when I do these things. Hating, hateful and hating one another. 
I don't even want to think that I was that way, but I was. Not now, because I ain't got no stains, right? And because I'm not hateful and hating one another, I can love my brother. And I can, and I can help him get, get the speck out of his own eye. Amen? How important is it for us to get the planks out of our eyes? How many people got specks because you got a plank? Because God wants them helped. But you can't help them until you get rid of the plank. So how many people are living with a speck? Specks in your eye are irritating too, aren't they? How many people are living with a speck in in their eye because you refuse to get rid of the plank in yours? Hmm? I don't want to live with a plank in mine anymore. You know, and I know that I've said stupid things. I know I've done just these things. But I also know that the blood of Jesus cleanses us even from that. And, and He'll fill us with His love to such a point that if you'll ask Him when you speak, you'll speak His words. And His words don't fail. He'll, you'll speak them. They'll be His words spoken His way, and they'll do His work. Amen? And, and they'll take somebody who was headed where Rick is with not reading your Bible, not coming to church on time, hitting his kids, kicking the dog, talking bad about Lisa. Oh, did I not add all those? Oh, you guys just don't know how bad he was. But it'll take somebody like that and it'll, ta- and, and it'll give you the ability to help them. And you'll be, able to take that, you'll be able to help them get the speck out of their own eye. Right? You'll be able to see clearly to get it out. Why? Because we're no longer foolish, disobedient, deceived, huh? rebellious. We don't serve diverse lust and pleasures. People don't like that. <laughs> Are you guys quiet for her? Are we hating? Or do you want to hate? Anybody in here want to be a hater? We don't want to be haters. But we were all ourselves like this. But verse 4, thank God for verse 4. But after that, but after that, after we did all those stupid things, (laughs) the kindness and love of God our Savior towards man appeared. What? Towards Dave appeared. What, what, What happened? The kindness and love of God towards me appeared. And because that kindness and love appeared, I now have that love to appear to others. Amen? That's why He poured out this kindness, not just because He loves you, but because He loves everyone. And because He loves everyone, He poured out His kindness on you so that it could go to others. Amen? Amen. And, and after the kindness and love of, our, of God our Savior towards man appeared, what's it say? Not by works of righteousness. Works of righteousness are stains. That's, that's you getting it by yourself. Amen? Not by works of righteousness what we, which we have done, but according to His mercy. These are the things we remember when we're dealing with other people. That you were saved according to His mercy. Not your goodness. Not, not, not because you were on the choir team. Not because they let you sing a special. Not because you were on the parking lot team. Not because you helped clean the bathrooms. Not because you shook someone's hand. And not because you sat on the front row. Because God's merciful. And He loved us with a love that is, that, that is unimaginable in your mind but fits in your heart. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. A love that you can't imagine but yet it fits in your heart because He put it in there. Amen? And He put it in there to help Rick. He put it in there to help the next person with a stain. He put it in there so I could talk so I wouldn't let corrupt communication come out to Jack about Rick. He he's given us ability to walk in his love if we'll only use that ability every day. We won't have as many specks and we'll have a lot less planks. Glory to God. Glory to God. It says not by works of righteousness that we done, but according to his mercy he saved us. Glory to God, He saved us by the washing. What did He do? He washed us. What, what, He got rid of my stains. Amen? I got no stains. The washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. God wants us to be His hands and feet on the earth. He wants us, go back to Matthew 7. He wants us to help our brother. 
And, and that, that's what this whole verse is about. It's not about the plank in your eye. It's about helping your brother. See, people have looked at this as the plank in your eye. But this verse is not about the plank in your eye. It's about getting the plank out of your eye. And it's Jesus saying, you could help your brother if you get that plank out of your eye. Amen? Amen. We could help Rick. And he needs help. Trust me, I've known him 20 some odd years. (laughs) He needs a lot of help. But guess what? You're going to need help sometime. And aren't you glad to know there's going to be people that don't have a plank in their eye to help you? Because all you're going to have is a speck. Glory to God. This verse says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your eye? How can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. Why are you a hypocrite? Because you're looking at his problems and not your own? Or you're saying he has problems that you don't have? (laughs) You're saying you have B. Amen. You're saying he has problems you don't have. He said, you hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly. What's he saying? I don't want you messing with your brother until you can see clearly. Amen. How many want to see clearly? How many got somebody they know could use your help right now? Hmm? Gosh, you guys need to look at the world a little harder. There's people out there needing help, man. They got their ties on wrong and their shirts on backwards. Oh, yeah, I need help. Amen? There's people out there that need help. And, and if we'll, we'll get the plank out of our eye, which takes an act of love from our, on our behalf, because you have to change you, then it'll change you in such a way that you can affect the lives of others and change them. Amen? Amen. Then we truly be world changers. Amen? Amen. Then, when, then when somebody's having marriage troubles, you have the right words to say. Or no words to say. Amen? Then when somebody is having problems in their own life, their finances, their peace, their you know, you've got the right words. Why? Because you've got nothing blocking you from hearing clearly from God and seeing what He would do. Remember what Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father do. What if He'd had a plank in His eye? He couldn't have done what He saw the Father do. When you, get, when you remove the plank, you can see clearly. What do you see? The Word of God, His way, clearly, to fix those that have the blue spots on their shirt. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. And if anybody wants this shirt, I'll give it away. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Good thing we're not on the Internet. Thank you, Lord. You got a song, Susan?